This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story. A story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. Harry Hart was a small man who cast a big shadow. Physically, some may have called him wiry. Others may have said diminutive. As a friend of Harry's, I would say you cannot judge the measure of a man by the height of his head, but by the depth of his heart. Harry was a member of my church long before I got there and a member of the choir for nearly 60 years. He was a loving husband for more years than that, as well as a proud father, grandfather, and great-grandfather. And when Harry died, he left behind a legacy and a lesson that should encourage us all when the daily dailiness of daily living threatens to take away the joy and wonder of life. For most of his life, Harry went about the business of a husband and father. Before World War II, he worked on the railroad, among other jobs. After the war, he worked at a car dealer as a mechanic. During the war, Harry served in the Pacific as a member of the U.S. Navy, and he was actually in Japan when the war ended. After the war, he and his wife Marie settled for a while in our church's neighborhood, which brought them to us as a young couple. They found there in that church a home where they could worship and serve the Lord in meaningful ways. As the neighborhood changed through the years and as the suburbs expanded farther and farther away, Harry and his family never wavered in their love for the church. Even when they moved many miles away themselves and eventually even farther out, they remained not only members, but attenders not only attenders, but participants. And as the congregation became smaller and smaller through the years, their spot in the pew remained almost always filled because they kept coming. Even as Harry struggled with various illnesses uh, at the end of his life and had many ailments he had to work through, including his battle with lung cancer, we were always surprised when he did not make it to church. And we always missed him if he was not singing in the choir each Sunday. I guess it's because his habit of coming to church had become our habit of expecting him to come. At the very end, as Harry spent several days in hospice, he was always amazed when people showed up to visit him. And when the choir came by one Sunday afternoon to serenade him with some of his favorite hymns, he was just overjoyed. At his funeral, there weren't enough chairs set up at first for all the people who came. More chairs had to be put up and then still more chairs. I think Harry would have been overwhelmed to see so many people there, all of whom he touched in some way during his lifetime. 
And that is Harry's lesson to us. He was not a man who ever ruled a country or owned a company. He was not wealthy by the standards we associate with wealth. He was not a celebrity or a famous person in any way that we would define the word. But in the normal course of the daily dailiness of life, Harry made a positive impact on so many people. When they spoke of him at his funeral, things he owned, or the money he made, or any worldly accomplishments. What they did talk about were the things he did for them, or what he said to them, or the example he had been for them by the way he lived his life day in and day out. So when you wake up to a new day tomorrow, don't think about all the things you have to do. Instead, think of all the people you will touch as you do them. Think about how you can impact them for the Lord. Just try to get beyond the drudgery of daily tasks and instead see the joy you can share with individual people who the Lord puts in your path all day long. Here's how the Bible describes it. It says, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. That is what Harry did all of his life. And that is what you can do too as a child of God today and every day. Rejoice and be glad. This concludes today's episode of Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, he never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification. He never used words like those to describe himself God, God's Word, salvation, heaven, or eternity. Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters, and french fries, all revealing something unique about God who meets you in real life ways every day. Thank you.